Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and answer your question, should I watch this? My name is Me Too. And my name is BJ. This week, we're watching the listener-recommended show, The IT Crowd. So stay tuned to find out if Me Too can fix your computer. I can't. Well, have you tried turning it off and on again? I get that reference. Because we've seen the IT crowd. So let's hop right into it. BJ, what did we see in this first episode? So the IT crowd is a British sitcom, and it's set in the fictional office of Ray Home Industries. And it's all about three staff members who make up the IT department of this company. And so we start out meeting Jen Barber. She's recently hired as a manager. She got the job because on her CV, she mentioned she's good with tech and computers, even though that was probably a lie. It was. We also meet the two current members of the IT group, Maurice Moss and Roy Trinneman, and they are very comfortable in their position, although neither of them are sure who the manager was before Jin arrived. But I guess now that's not an issue anymore. And so they go about their day taking calls from other people in the company, helping them fix their computers, suggesting to turn it off and back on again. And it's all about them catching on to the lie that Jen is not an IT specialty person, and then they realize they need to work as a team and that they can offer things for each other, such as Maurice and Roy not telling the boss that Jen knows nothing about computers, and Jen can use her people person skills to help build the reputation of the IT group. So how did you feel about this crew? I think it was a really cool mix of people. You had Jin, like I mentioned, the people person, the more relatable individual of the trio. And then Roy, who was more cocky, also creepy, who's always hitting on people and getting rejected, maybe not understanding why he's getting rejected. And then Maurice, who I guess is like the Sheldon from Big Bang Theory, the very socially awkward and unaware, but to a different degree, where he doesn't catch on to like inside jokes or hidden messages. And you can see how that might make some funny situations. What did you think of them? One thing I really liked about this show was that although the woman is the one who is not good at computers, they don't fall to the stereotype of her being the straight man, if you will, Mm -hmm. to Maurice and Roy's antics. Usually when a woman is on a show like this, she is used as a foil to point out how funny everything else is, as in she's that baseline of normal human behavior and reaction and then everyone else around her acting wild is how you can tell this situation has gone awry and I love that she is incapable of doing IT she's somehow magic at answering a phone with no cord hooked up to it. That's a running gag. So I love that she also has this space to be a ridiculous character. So we both worked in office environments with an IT department. So what did you think of how Rainholm Industries treats their IT department compared to how you've seen previous jobs treat the IT people? When I worked at a bigger corporation that had a big IT department, I don't think that they were ostracized. But I also know that people often call them for silly requests and that have you tried to turn it on or off again is a running gag on the IT crowd, but also for sure a running gag in the profession, although I doubt it's funny for your average IT professional at this point. Mm -hmm. I remember one time one of my coworkers was loudly complaining about her mouse not working and was G-chatting IT and trying to figure it out. And then he came and it just wasn't connected to the computer and then 
I have seen other coworkers complain about things and then it turns out, you know, it wasn't plugged in or like they say on the show, it just needed to be reset. So I've certainly seen that happen to IT folks, whether they are in some creepy basement. No, although I believe that IT was also housed in the basement because that's the easiest place I think that they had to store all of the devices. Yeah. And when companies have computer servers, those are usually put away from everything else so they can be safer. And you sometimes have to regulate the temperature of those rooms. What about you? Were your IT folks creepy? Did they hit on you a lot? Fortunately, none of my IT people have ever hit on me. I've definitely had an IT person suggest restarting my computer or restarting some software. And that actually did fix the problem. And I was like, why did that fix it? And they were like, we don't know, but this is (laughs) our guidance to just try restarting. That's real. Sometimes it just fixes things. I have also been in offices where the IT people are in the basement in a way where they don't want your average person in the company to go to them. It's more like they will come to your office to check on your equipment and computer. So it's also a privacy thing that I've seen where they want to seem very remote so people don't bug them all the time. The IT crowd at Rainholm Industries is this neglected group. The fact that the elevator button to the basement is zapped or burnt or broken or something shows that they don't care about the conditions that group is in. But if your IT person were accessible to you, I am comfortable saying many folks that I used to work with would bother them all day and they would not be able to do their jobs. Because I've also Mm. been at companies where the IT is on the same floor as you and they had a revolving door of people walking in with devices trying to get help when it is usually a quick fix that should be in an organized queue. Exactly. So you can do your own job while fixing these devices versus accepting constant drop-ins. The walk-up desk scenario can be quite overwhelming and problematic for IT. How did you feel about the comedy in this show? One of the things I really liked about the IT crowd was the laugh track. And so they are filmed in front of a live studio audience. And I think hearing other people laugh actually makes things funnier to me. Totally. And so it brings you into it. And one of the comparisons you made is that it feels like some good SNL skits. They break it up into different pieces because this episode seemed like a lot of story beats. So you really get multiple gags and multiple little witty banter scenes throughout the one episode. It did almost feel like four to five vignettes versus one long story. There was the overarching story of figuring out how to handle mama who doesn't know IT and two awkward guys who don't even know who the manager is in their department, but they have these four to five fun, wacky situations. And for someone like me, who is not the most fond of comedies, Mm -hmm. breaking it up into those vignettes made it more enjoyable for me. So I don't feel like I'm seeing one joke extended over 24 minutes. And the running gags were funny because the picking up the phone with no cord attached to it and have you tried turning it on and off again were brought back in fun ways in almost all of those little vignettes. 
Did you have any favorite moments from these vignettes? I actually would say the thing that made me laugh the hardest was the closing credits. And it would be a spoiler to share that. But the closing credits tie up one of the stories in a very funny way. So look out for those. That was a nice ending, wrapping up everything we learned about all three characters. I'm curious about the sustainability of that sort of quick comedy and how they'll end episodes moving forward, if they'll keep using the credits or if they'll end with the fun line like they did in this pilot episode, because ending a sketch is incredibly hard. Mm-hmm. Like on SNL, sometimes it feels like they make or break the skit by figuring out or messing up the ending. That adds to some of my concerns where a skit lasts too long. So if they can end it well, that also helps contain the comedy and humor. But this show was good, especially for my fellow short attention span folks. (laughs) (laughs) It was good that there wasn't something (laughs) that I had to keep track of the whole time, but rather I could just laugh at each of these separate moments. The story was also easy to follow along. So even if you do miss a moment, you're not completely lost on what's happening in the episode. Like we said with Big Bang Theory, there's something comforting with having a laugh track so you know when to laugh and your laugh is enhanced and having a simple and funny storyline that you can follow but let's say you get a text message on your phone or something distracts you for a moment you're fine you haven't missed some huge plot point Mm -hmm. not everything needs to be game of thrones where you look and try to figure out each scene and what the meaning could be in every single line not everything has to be like that at least not for me or I assume the casual viewer of television. And there's a reason the show is incredibly popular. I think that is part of the charm. What did you think of the CEO who hired Jen? I personally liked a lot of his scenes. He also had some good comedic timing as well. I wanted to see more of him, but I don't know if I'm asking for too much of a good thing. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you like a dessert, but you can't eat a ton of it because after a while it becomes sickly sweet, right? Yeah, let him have his few moments moments sprinkled in. Yeah, I don't want to be gluttonous when it comes to his scenes, but his were so fun to me. He was my favorite, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. His scenes reminded me of Better Off Ted, which was a US sitcom that you can find on Hulu. And it's similar to Rainholm Industries in that you don't know what the company does. You just witness the hijinks between the co-workers while they move this mystery company forward and he really reminds me of the people on Better Off Ted. It also has a few hints of corporate. Corporate is more a parody like Superstore mocking those industries but it does have the drudgery of working in an office mixed in with lighthearted comedy. I love corporate and that's one of the few shows that I've gotten you to watch. Yes Me Too recommended that to me. I like binged it to catch up. Loved it. Would strongly recommend corporate. Did you like the party scene where Jen got to show off her strengths? even though they backfired. I like that this show is treating her people skills as intelligent in the same way that Maurice is intelligent in IT. Knowing how to deal with people, I would argue, is a hard skill because some people got it and some don't, and it's something you need to learn. Mm -hmm. You see in this first episode that she is great at navigating conflicts. She's great at figuring out how to make people like these two folks because I think you and I both 
disliked Roy in this pilot episode and she actually makes him at least for a moment charming to her co-workers so that takes some serious skill and intelligence and I love that she's respected for that. She made him a cool guy until Maurice was unaware of what to say and what not to say. But that was also a good classic sitcom hijink and I know that we're speaking vaguely about this because we don't want to spoil it. There are some great but frustrating classic sitcom moments where had people just spoken for five seconds, no problem would have come up. But it's classic. You know, I think Modern Family does this really well for current sitcoms of having someone slightly misunderstand. And instead of asking a follow up question, they just run with their understanding and chaos ensues. And they even have a scene where they flip that where Maurice realizes that Jen's computer is unplugged this whole time that she's been furiously (laughs) typing away. And then they give Roy a good five seconds to catch on to what was actually going on. And then he could come back and now have that information that he missed out on. That information technology. You figured out the pun. Oh, the it crowd. They're trying to be popular. I just thought the information technology crowd because they're IT professionals. It's both. Well, look at that. (laughs) I love a pun. You do love puns. The it crowd, the IT crowd. Do you ever think they'll become the it crowd? No. You don't have hope for, I guess, anyone besides Jin. This show had a community style, four seasons, and a movie that aired three years after the last season four in 2013. My prediction is that they make some more friends, but they still are this othered group. So even if they make it out of the basement, even if they are regarded a little bit more highly by their colleagues, they're still not going to be the it crowd, if you will. Because I think then it's not funny anymore. Comedy is punching up and they get to punch up because they are literally at the bottom. If they became the it crowd, that would be the finale. Do you have any predictions for the future of the it crowd, the IT crowd? I do think that slowly Roy and Maurice mostly Roy, will become cooler and more aware of how people perceive his behavior, maybe to self-adjust a bit. But I don't think they'll become the it crowd in the end. Agreed. The show also generated some stars. So Chris O'Dowd, who plays Roy, is known for being the love interest in Bridesmaids. He's in This Is 40. He was in St. Vincent and Calvary and Thor. And he was also on the show Get Shorty. And Richard Ayoade, who played Maurice, I immediately recognized him because that neighborhood watch movie for aliens is always on FX, but he's in more movies than The Watch, which starred Ben Stiller. He's also in Box Trolls, Paddington 2, Lego Movies 2, and in Submarine, where he won and was nominated for a ton of awards. He was also in the American adaptation of the IT crowd, which did not do well, but he got to reprise his role, which is cool. Whoa. And he was on Neo Yokio, which I know people don't like that show, but I love Neo Yokio. And Jen appeared on Channel 4's Humans. Oh, I love that show. And in How to Lose Friends and Alienate People, which is a book that I've seen in many people's homes. What a title. Have you ever heard of How to Lose Friends and Alienate People? No, I don't need to do that. It's a famous book by Toby Young. It's a memoir. And a movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Based on the memoir. 
but I don't need to lose friends or alienate people. I mean, it was incredibly popular, so I assume many people read it. But also, it's one of those books that has a great title, so I think just also looks great on your bookshelf. Mm, There are a lot of books like that. So, what would you rate The IT Crown from Channel 4? Would watch again casually. I prefer Better Off Ted and Corporate as my go-to shows that make fun of corporations and corporate dynamics. But The IT Crowd was funny and it was cute and it's all on Netflix. So if you want a show to watch or honestly even marathon while you're doing other things, then this would be a great show for that. So yeah, maybe somewhere actually between watching casually and laundry. Oh, I think it's above laundry because I wouldn't have to be doing something else to watch it. I just say that because I'm not sure if any of our other listeners are like me, where if I have a bunch of emails to send or a bunch of things I need to do on a Sunday, I'll put on a show that is entertaining enough that I want to keep going versus taking a nap to avoid my responsibilities. This is a show that would help me keep going. I also don't need to watch so closely that I can't do the things I need to do. Very interesting take. What about you? I'd put it at would watch again casually. I think that category fits well for this show. As we mentioned, there isn't a large story that you need to keep track of. And it's really just about the comedy beats. I actually wonder how much continuity there would even be between episodes. So I definitely think this is a show where you have an extra half hour, you want to laugh a little bit, and you can play an episode of the IT crowd and slowly work your way through it because this is a British series. So each season is only six episodes. So there's not that much for you to work through. So I think you might want to savor it and just play it every now and then. Nice. Savor the IT crowd, friends. All right, Beach. where can people savor other episodes of The Pilot Podcast? Just head to thepilotpodcast.com. And you can also subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. It helps others discover us. You can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at The Pilot Pod. You can like us on Facebook at The Pilot Podcast. You can send thoughts, feelings, suggestions, questions, feedback, show recommendations, because we we have loved them to ask the pilot podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.